Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today we're going to be talking about getting your needs met. So I've got a couple of questions to ask you. Have you ever been in a no-win situation with someone where they appear to have power or influence over your life? They behave aggressively, and at least 51% of the time, you're feeling freaking miserable. Well, if that is the case, if I'm checking all those boxes, listen to today's episode, it's a must listen. We're going to be talking about how to communicate to get what you want so that you feel either respected or cherished. And we'll talk about all that and so much more after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm running up to you and giving you a big old electronic hug. I hope you feel the energy. (laughs) If so, and you love this, make sure that you hit that follow or subscribe button, whatever button that you're seeing, because I know I got people on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Listen Notes, so many other places. So I want to make sure that wherever you're dialed into, you're you're staying dialed into me, all right? And as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to access it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, and I know you've been listening because I've been getting your messages and have been enjoying these episodes thoroughly, do me a fave and either write me a message, a video message. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below. Make sure you include your name and your hometown and tell me what you've been loving about this. I want to give you some good PR. And if speaking ain't your thing, I got your back there too. Write me a review wherever you're listening. That way other people can know about this. That way we can spread the message far and wide. And that way we can have as many people learning how to communicate and be able to understand each other without the confusion and the drama. I think part of the reason why we have so many problems in this world in this present day is that people are not able to understand and communicate their needs and business and our life. The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just for introverts. It's for anyone who's willing and ready and excited to up-level their business and their life. And if that is who you are and that's what you want in your life, this is the place to be and this is the place that you're going to get so much value from. If you are willing to take the next step and excited to talk with me or work with me or anything, check out the show notes below. There's a link on the connect button. I think it's Connect. Click that button. I got some options on how you either can work with me directly or other resources that may be of interest to you. So go ahead and check that out. And lastly, I just want to say that everything that I'm going to be talking about can be found in much more detail in my course, Amazing Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where literally I walk you through from day zero to 21. I pop into your inbox and I give you a special message as well as some things to journal about in order for you to rewire your brain so that you can think correctly act correctly and have people respond in a way that makes sense for you and that you can get your needs met. So we're going to do some house cleaning. We're going to clean up some stuff and we're going to build you up in a way that you know that you are destined to be. So go ahead, check out Amazing Attitude. That resource is available for you. Now let's get into this idea of how getting your needs met. Having a very interesting conversation with a, a client and the client was more or less saying, I don't really 
know whether or not I need to stay in this particular relationship. I feel that the person's narcissistic. I don't believe that my needs are getting met. And I said, okay, well, let's talk about this. What's going on? And I, I said, give me some examples. And the first example was more or less saying that I don't like it when he more or less doesn't do what I want. And the question is, well, are you asking for what you want? And then, well, I... That I don't really feel like I have to explain. And and really, that was a form of mind reading. Now, what I find so often as I was talking with this client, I've talked with other clients over the years, is that we're expecting people to get our our needs met through mind reading. (laughs) And you can't say someone's narcissistic and not being able to be consistent and caring for you, if you're not being very clear about your intentions and communicating that with others. And this is where I want to just break down some key aspects about getting your needs met. And the first one, it always starts with you. And first, knowing how to communicate better. So as I said, in the beginning of our episode that this is a must listen so make sure that you get grab a pen paper if you need to listen to this podcast again because I'm going to go through all this stuff really fast and I want to make sure that you're spending your time carefully okay so if the dog is barking tell the dog to go to the room or if someone's screaming at you go 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 sequester yourself in a private space so that you can be able to download the information once maybe twice max ideally or until this concept is absorbed, because I find a lot of people find are distracting themselves, and it's part of the reason why they can't communicate is because they're not prioritizing their, their wellness and how they can be able to utilize the tools that I'm teaching. So anyway, let's talk about how we may be communicating poorly. We can communicate poorly with evasiveness. When someone's asking you for a specific request, you say, well, I'll get to it later. I'll think about it later. Or I'm not sure. Evasive enough. Even if you know what you want. That's being evasive. Condescending. Well, you should know as a man what a, a woman needs. Or you shouldn't. These type of people, fill in the blank people, are not good enough. That's being condescending. Abrupt. Well, I won't take that anymore and you up and leave. How many times have you seen people literally engaging in shout down messages where I'm not going to take in this anymore and I'm done with you and they up and they leave and they close the door or abruptness where they do the silent treatment on you. Okay. Or have you been doing the silent treatment on people thinking that you can break people down via non-communication or being secretive? We're knowing full well what you want, but for whatever reason, either expecting all or nothing results or some other reason, you don't communicate exactly what you want. Magical thinking is also another way, okay? This is what I hear most of the time when I'm talking with people is they, they say, this person is not treating me well at the at the business or with my my kid, or with fill in the bank. And when we get down and understanding and analyzing the situation, the reality is the person, maybe you, who knows, maybe both of you guys, usually if one person is not being able to communicate well, it kind of has a trickle-down effect with other people in the family, okay? This causes so much conflict, So what I want to talk with you about is 
first recognizing, are we keeping our side of the street clean? In other words, are we doing our part to be as clear and direct as we can? Okay. Because oftentimes what we see in the world is we see intimidation with fear, meaning that if you don't do things the way I want to, I'm going to go ahead and go find another job or go find another fill in the blank or we seduce with guilt. Well, if you love me, then you would do X, Y, or Z. But no, we're not going to do this. We're going to negotiate with love. And love first begins with loving ourselves. And how do we love ourselves? We love ourselves by understanding the reasons behind our wants. It was very fascinating. And I keep thinking about this event. And I think I'll just use it to anyone who will listen. Where I remember I was at a, a clothing store. And I saw a, a, a couple. They, the, I wouldn't say an older couple, but just, just a couple. And it, the man was on the phone talking kind of nearby. And the woman was just looking at the clothes rack, just thinking about clothes. And the woman kept showing the man kind of, honey, what do you think about this? Honey, what do you think about this? And the guy was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, whatever you like. And she just kind of just looked a little bit embarrassed and just kind of started looking at more clothing. And I, I oversaw the conversation and I said, hey, would you like some opinions about whether or not this clothing looks good for you? And she said, yes. And I came by and I showed her a color analysis chart that was based on your skin tone, that was based on your preferences, okay? And I said, hey, based on your skin tone, these colors may be good for you. I see that you have cool undertones. I kind—I literally had some colors because I was myself using this kind of color tools myself as I was going shopping for what I needed. And I, I, I asked her, I said, do you have a phone on you? You can take a photo of it. And then she, she shook her head, no. I didn't really quite believe that because who doesn't have their phone on them when they're going out and about? And I looked at her husband who has her phone. I said, "Can you know, you 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 can have your husband take a photo of it." And the husband took a photo of it. I said, "To any time you go shopping, you don't have to ask anyone what you what colors look good or what doesn't work good or not on you. You can use this color chart." And listen, listen to what I had to say. The look on this woman's face was a mixture of sadness terror and a bit of disappointment because I realized in that moment in that single moment there she didn't want any help she just wanted to have someone come along for the ride she was feeling lonely and I said this is your and I said your husband doesn't want to be here he is not engaged at all I literally looked at her and I said that. And then her husband piped up and said, yeah, every time I, before I go out, I, I, I drink a couple of beers. I kick back a couple of beers before I go to the store with, 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 with her. Do you see? I shouldn't say do you see. Do you hear what I'm trying to say? That this couple were failing to communicate their needs. What this woman really wanted was attention with her husband. She didn't want any solutions. She didn't want any help. Her husband failing to communicate his disinterest went along for the ride, but checked out emotionally by 
giving himself mind-altering chemicals, aka also known as alcohol. This is why it's so problematic when I talk with certain people where they say, I want to, I want to have better relationships with my, my, my spouse or my business partner or whoever, but they are literally numbing themselves out with chemicals, which also include, by the way, food, sugar, okay, or they are being secretive about their real needs. What this woman really wanted was someone, specifically her husband, to spend time with her that was outside of the home. And this was something that she enjoyed. And she thought that she can drag someone along and hopefully he would enjoy the process, which he didn't, which in the end, no one enjoys it because there is a secretiveness about the intentions behind the actions. So this is what I'm talking about where you have to be very clear. Now, if for going with the example about this woman who was dragging her husband, if she really wanted to be clear about what she wanted, she would have said, she would A, make an appointment, okay, with a man, Okay, and say, hey, honey, I would like to talk with you about spending more time with you. When would it be a good time to talk? And the reason why you would make appointments for a lot of reasons, and I'm just going to break down just a couple. Most men who are alpha, meaning left lobe, left dominant, left right hand dominant, left lobe thinking. I mean, when I think when I say left lobe, I'm talking about someone who more or less thinks linearly, logically, uh stoic in manner, very decision uh, oriented. Okay. He wants the facts. I remember this one show that said, just give me the facts, sir. Just only the facts. And men just want the details. So if you're going to bitch, preach, teach, or moan to a man who is left lobe, right hand, dominant thinking, you're going to have to approach a man in a way that he can be able to receive, hence make an appointment so he's not cut off guard. Because if you're trying to bitch, preach, teach in a mode, you're turning into mom. This is especially true for ladies who more or less think that they can dominate their man to submission in, in order to get what they want. But what really happens is that while you're seeking respect, he says, okay, sure, I'm either going to treat you like my mother, right? Or I'm just going to disengage and find somebody else. And another, neither situation is ideal. So, and if if you are a homosexual or same sex attraction, works the same way. If you are talking to, with someone who is more masculine, either as your partner is either masculine, right? Same approach, okay? Where you say. I, honey, I would like to make appointment and I'd like to talk with you about this. Okay. Then after that, you explain your desires and your feelings. I desire to spend more time with you because now this is the key because if you are not clear about your intentions behind your desire you cannot ask someone to do something to change their behavior to accommodate you, okay? Now, as a part of a relationship, any good relationship, there needs to be some quality time. But if you're looking for this relationship as a form of your self-esteem boost, your, to be validated as a human being, that has to be some inner work that needs to be done. And that's why I refer you to Amazing Attitude to do that inner healing work so that 
You're not depending on another human being to save you from yourself or to erase the worry, erase the fears. So many people are stuck in this paradigm where they believe that if I have enough people around me, therefore the loneliness will go away. The loneliness will never go away as long as you're feeling empty about yourself. So I would encourage you to do the work, an amazing attitude, do the work aside from your romantic partner or any kind of partner, so that when you say, I requesting this, it's coming from a genuine interest to help fortify and strengthen the relationship. There's no other alternative purpose other than that. Because I want to make sure that you are not relying on someone to be the all and every everything. I think about the song, you light up my life, right? But what happens if that person takes their light and goes away? Then you're in the darkness. And what a crappy place to be if you have become so freaking dependent on another person to feel any form of satisfaction in life, okay? And when I talk with people about this whole issue of why are you not being able to find satisfaction in yourself? And oftentimes it's because they were more or less trained from youth from their parents, the scripting, when I say scripting about all the interactions between their parents and themselves or their observation between how different family dynamics played out. I remember I was talking with a friend of mine many, many, many years ago. He had an older brother and during their childhood, the, the, the father was out on travel trips all the time, all the time. And then what happened was the mother was so lonely, she more or less used the oldest child as a substitute husband, where she would pour her feelings and her emotions and her insecurities on the oldest son. And as a result, the child just felt overwhelmed and be, more or less became a hermit as an adult, where he, the other gentleman, the guy that I'm talking about, rebelled against that behavior and went and bed and saw friends and community outside of his mother. So everybody deals with these things in different ways. And as a result of that kind of scripting and formation, we tend to want to replicate those same type of interactions in our romance, in our business, and with our community. And it all starts with feelings of who you are, your identity, and how you believe you're supposed to interact with others. Now, all the things that I'm telling you about how to communicate, why you should say these things, that is more of a one-on-one because everyone's different. Amazing Attitude helps uh, as a stepping stone to kind of unearth and unpack how you were raised to believe the, the reasons what you do, okay? But that's just the beginning. That's just the foundation. I would say that as part of you really understanding what you want out of your life, sometimes it has to take that rewind button for you to examine, explore, why do you believe this? Where's the examples of how you were behaving that way with others? Is it working? For a lot of people, it's not working, but they're repeating it out of habit. They're repeating it because it's comfortable and familiar with you. I 
loved eating candy. Okay, despite the fact that it gave me headaches, despite the fact it was not good for my waistline, but I did it out of habit. Okay, and it caused so many problems until the point where I said, you know what, the pain of dealing with this sugar addiction. Is not worth the benefits. Now translate that into this idea about how you communicate with your others. Are you being evasive, condescending, abruptive, secretive about your needs? Is it serving you well? Are you communicating in a way where your needs are consistently not being met? How is that helping you in this present day? And if you're tired of that, then I would urge you to make a decision right now. And say, okay, based on this information, I need to make a change. Oftentimes, we hem and we haw. And when I say hem and haw, I mean that we try to deliberate, we try to bargain, we try to find the easier, softer way. And really, honey, there's no easier, softer way. Because if you keep trying to bargain and or procrastinate, what happens is the habit of poorly developed or undeveloped in most cases, communication skills in, re- in regards to asking for your wants and needs get strengthened and then you have more problems. And here's the thing, most people don't even know how to teach you how to communicate better. They'll just avoid, evade, or, or battle with you. And that's not helping you. That's not helping your kids if you have kids right now who are observing. That's not helping your business grow. That's not helping you communicate with friends and family. The quality of our relationships is in direct proportion to our ability to think with accuracy. And if you're not willing to do that, then I'm dis- you are more or less resigned to dealing with dysfunctional relationships. And I I don't really know any other way, but just to paint it as clearly as that. So I'm hoping that as you're listening to what I have to say, you're going to be able to make a shift. And I would hope a dramatic shift without delays, without excuses, without, well, I'll get to it. No, no, sweetheart, you're not going to get to it. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to this message, you will be able to take that action, whatever that next action step is. So again, when we want to get our needs met, it always starts with ourselves. Understanding what we can be doing better. And that starts with understanding if we're communicating poorly, are we evasive? Are we condescending? Are we abrupt? Are we being secretive? And so often, so many people intimidate with fear, seduced with guilt, but I want you to be negotiating with love. And that means understanding the origins of how you have grown up, how that's impacted you. I recommended Amazing Attitude. You can also contact me. The link's in the show notes below if you want to have a more one-on-one conversation because every situation is different. But the whole point I'm trying to make is that it is within your power and you can control how people treat you. Well, with that being said, I know that you can do it. I know that you can be able to obtain your goal of getting your needs met. Was there something that I said that really clicked in your mind? Please let me know. I'd love to hear back from you. You lose the links in the show notes below to contact with me. And 
I would like to know from you, how do you communicate your needs? What do you do to get your needs met with someone who appears to not be appreciative of you and what is important to you? I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Now, if this podcast was really, really important, this, this episode, this particular podcast was really important. I want you to be able to share it with someone that can also benefit. Okay. Well, that being said, take care and be awesome.